are the champion. The one that holds the line and finishes the mission. Everything that you want is within your grasp. You wake up in the morning ready to dominate the day. And every step taken is with purpose and integrity. Because you were not put on this planet to live a mediocre existence. You are here to conquer and make the biggest impact possible. Not only for yourself, but for your family and for your tribe. This world is a battlefield, but we will be victorious. This is the Norse mentality. What's up, guys? I hope you are having an absolutely glorious day. My name is Andy Lewis. With me here is Cody Whitley. And if this is your first time listening to the Norse mentality, this whole podcast is designed to help you level up in life, stack victories every day, and ultimately climb to the highest peaks of success with your time here on Earth. Now, this episode, we're going to be talking about moving forward and continuing to move forward when things get tough. Episodes like this are important because we all experience ups and downs in life, and it's very easy to forget that this is how life works, but it is. It's just like seasons. You have seasons of rating where you go out and you just conquer, and then you have seasons where you're just trying to survive. When we look at nature, it's very obvious that this is how the world works, and like mankind likes to do, we think that it doesn't apply to us, but it does. And when you take a step back and you look at your life, you're going to see that. There's been times when you were absolutely crushing it. Everything was going great. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a shit show just completely falls upon you. And you're like, what the fuck? What's going on? Your negative self-talk starts to kick in. And then once that happens, depression kicks in, anxiety goes through the roof, all of this stuff, which is very easy to understand when we look at human behavior and overall how the human psyche works. We think that things are a bigger deal than what they really are. Our primitive brain goes into, we're getting chased by a lion, but in all reality, we're just experiencing a little turbulence. It doesn't really know the difference, which is why having the awareness to know, okay, we've been here before, we've came out on top, we always come out on top, we just have to keep moving forward. The biggest transition for me was going through a phase of extreme productivity and then falling off because I ran myself in the, into the ground, which has happened to us on separate occasions a few times. Um, but knowing that the productivity is what keeps moving you forward, that mindset shift allows you to keep pushing even when things do go bad. There's really two aspects of that, right? That's habits and it's your mindset. Like you said, your habits shape your identity. During the uptimes, when you're crushing it, if you are constantly working on yourself, you're getting rid of negative habits, reinforcing them with more positive ones. When that downtime comes, when you're really, ju really just trying to survive, those habits are going to allow you to stay on top to the best of your ability. It's when we don't have good habits in place. And then when times get tough, we're surviving off of these negative ones. There's no doubt that we're going to spiral downwards as a result. And then if we also don't have control over our mind and our self-image and stuff like that, we're just going to make the situation worse. We're putting a vibration out there that is going to continue to attract negative things into our life. And that is the trap that is hard to avoid. 
because it's very easy for us to look at things as gloom and doom when one little thing happens. It's just like if you're having an amazing day. Let one little thing happen and it completely fucks you up. It sets you completely off course. When in reality, 99% of your day was good, just one little thing happened, but your brain goes, this whole day shit, life is shit, and we just continue to spiral like that. But if we have the awareness to take a step back and go, no, this is just one thing. The rest of my life is good, and it will continue to be good. I just need to keep putting in the work. I just need to keep moving forward. But during those high times when we're crushing it, we're feeling good, motivation is through the roof because we are just absolutely killing life. If we can really work on ourselves to the best of our ability, take advantage of that time, build the positive habits, make sure that we are doing things as building a good self-image, increasing our confidence and stuff like that. That is what keeps us alive when times get tough. The the downs are what tests what you've built in the ups. And we need to be grateful for the downs, right? If life was just continuously going upwards, it would get very boring. It's just like in business. If you're just experiencing growth after growth after growth, everything is going great. The challenge is removed. And then it's like, oh, fuck, this is easy. We don't like for things to be easy. We might think that we do. We might think that we want life to be all sunshine and rainbows and constantly good. But what that results in is complacency. We become content. And then we stop, we start losing motivation for other aspects of life as well. When in reality, like we need to be overcoming challenges. That's why it's part of life. It's detrimental for our overall growth. There would be no growth without challenges. And that's what we need to think about here. If you're listening to this podcast, then you are someone that wants the best for themselves. You are someone that wants to climb to the highest peaks of success. You are someone that wants to reach their fullest potential before they die. The only fucking way that happens is when you overcome challenges. Because when you overcome challenges, you grow. And then you experience some time of victory where everything is great. And then guess what? It goes down again. What goes up must come back down. That's universal law. Yeah, it's the principle of duality. There is no light without the dark. There, There is no up unless you do have a down. If everything just stayed at this perfect you know, line throughout, there is no wavering. Which means looking at it from a different perspective. It means removing the victim mindset when things do go bad. Good. This is amazing. This means I'm about to enter a phase of growth, real growth, not this growth I've been doing when everything is good because that's just maintenance work. We're increasing a little bit. No, when things get fucking hard, that's when you really grow. And that's what we need to keep in mind. We can't fall into the trap of victim mentality where we're like, oh, life sucks. This is just my luck. I have bad luck. Everyone's out to get me. The world's out to get me, blah, blah, blah. No, fuck that. When times get tough, The only way to look at it is you are about to experience tremendous growth. And the harder the challenge is, the more growth you're going to experience. If you want to be someone that is leveling up and creating a new identity for yourself that you are proud of, this is what you ask for. And we need to take a step back and look at that as well. You ask for growth. You ask the universe or whatever for this new life of yours. Well, 
the universe knows that if you are going to get this life, you need to become someone that can handle that life. So it's time to fucking play. It's time to step up and work for what you ask for. It's not just handed to you. And that's a misconception that people fall into. They go, well, I want this. I want that. I want to become this type of person. If you were already that person that could have that life, you would have it already, but you're not. So whatever is being presented to you in the form of challenges is building you into the person that can have the life that you want. The incentive for me with working on myself when things are going good is I know that when things are going bad, that the work has already been done instead of trying to do it in that slump. While you're up, you should be reinforcing all these habits that are going to make that slump not as detrimental as it could be. Yeah, because you have more motivation when you're winning, when you have momentum. You're just crushing it, tackling goal after goal. Life is good. Motivation is through the roof. Well, that motivation is what you need to build these new habits. Getting a better diet, hitting the gym, reading, meditating, going out into nature, making sure that you're getting plenty of outside time in, making sure that you're taking time to reflect, make sure that you are making a plan of attack every day. All the stuff that we talk about on this podcast, the time to build that and to make it a habit is while you're winning because your motivation is through the roof. When times get tough and you have no motivation, then that's when you have to rely on discipline. Creating positive habits and sticking to those habits over time is what builds discipline. And when you build discipline in one aspect of life, you build discipline in all aspects of life. The easiest way for someone to start is to start going to the gym. Once they make a healthy habit of going to the gym and they're consistent with it, and then they start eating better, and then they start reading again, because you know we start off reading, but then at some point in our life, we're like, oh, we don't want to fucking read anymore. When it's the one thing that we should be doing every day without fail, Because it's the one thing that will automatically result in growth at that moment. You know, when we go to the gym, it takes time for you to see the positive effects of that. Either if it's losing weight, building muscle, whatever it is, that will not happen overnight. But when you open up a book and you start reading that, you are immediately improving. And then you take it a step further and you actually take action on what you're learning. But reading is the one thing that will allow us to improve every single day. And when we make a habit of doing that, when times get tough and we don't have the motivation, we still have the habit and we still have the discipline to carry us through, to get us to the other side of this. These habits that we're referring to are the tools in your arsenal that you need in order to survive. And that's why they're so important. And people fuck around with this and they go, well, I'll do this this today. Well, I don't really need to do this today. I'll do it next week. I'll start next week. I'll start tomorrow. When in reality, each day that you put this off, it's going to be harder for you when things are not going your way anymore. We talk a lot about, you know, compounding interest in the positive, how little actions each day, you know, will improve you over time. Compound over time. Right. It can actually go the other way as well. You reinforcing bad habits actually compound to make those habits harder to break. One night of eating shit food 
and then another night and another night. And then all of a sudden you look and you've been eating like shit for the past month or you spend the weekend drinking and then the next weekend you're drinking. And then all of a sudden on Wednesday night, you're drinking again. This is how it works. We need to make sure that we are sticking to the habits that are serving us and not the ones that are going against us. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy yourself a little bit every once in a while. And I don't even like using that term because for me, pursuing positive habits, doing these things that I know are making me better, that brings so much more fulfillment to me than the more comfort side, right? I can go and I can eat like shit. I might feel good for a couple minutes, maybe for the rest of that night, but the next day I don't. I don't get that much fulfillment from that. I don't get as much happiness from that. So when I say you can go do things that you, you enjoy, switch your perspective on that as well. Look at what's actually benefiting you and what's not. Why can we not enjoy what most people would consider strict when it comes to eating healthy? Why can you not just eat healthy all the time? Why does it have to be a chore? The reason it's a chore is because you haven't stuck to it long enough yet. Because once you do and you find a diet plan, and by diet, I mean just overall nutritional resource that works for you, and you start realizing how good that makes you feel, you don't want to go back to the old ways, but you haven't experienced it yet because you have not stuck to it, which is why we need to make sure that we're doing this month after month. When you start going to the gym, there is no taking a week off for your first three months at least. You're getting in there three to four days a week without fail because you're building that habit. You haven't earned the right yet to take a week off, nor should you ever. You still need to be doing something active, but same with eating, same with drinking, same with absolutely anything. We need to be building the positive habits when we have the motivation and we need to be looking at it as a positive thing because it's not a negative thing. Society wants you to think that all this effort you're putting in is bad. It's not. It's the best possible thing that you could be doing with your time. So instead of comparing yourself to what other people are doing, which is why you're viewing it in a negative light, switch it around. I don't give a fuck what the rest of the world doing because guess what? The rest of society honestly isn't doing very much with their life. I don't want that life. I don't want to live like them. Well, if you don't want to live like them, then you need to change everything that you look at and look at it from a different perspective. If you want to create identity for yourself that is better than those around you, not looking at it from a degrading standpoint, but it's just like, hey, everyone around me is living a very mediocre life. They have been in the same place for the past 20 years. I don't want to fucking live like that. Well, if you don't want to live like that, then you need to be doing the complete opposite of what they are doing. And you need to look at that as, okay, this is a positive. This is a good thing. This is something that I enjoy doing because it is making me feel better. It's allowing me to accomplish my goals. And month after month, my life is getting better. So we don't look at positive habits as a chore. We look at positive habits as something that is serving us to become the person that we want to be. And it doesn't matter what anyone else fucking thinks. It doesn't matter what society is doing. It doesn't matter what you see on social media. This is it. This is what is serving me. This is for my best interest. This is what I'm going to stick to because this is going to get me to where I want to be. And then life comes around and it fucking throws things at you. It will throw challenges at you that you have to overcome to get to that next level. Because doing positive habits, having those in your life is not going to get you to that next level. 
it's the tools needed to continue climbing higher. That's the best way you can put it, right? If you are hiking and the peak is way up here, this is going to be a hard hike. You need to make sure that you're prepared for it. Well, the only way that we can get to the peak of that mountain is by having the right tools and the right resources available to continue climbing. That way we don't give up halfway through. Well, if you see the fucking top and you know where you want to go, then you need to have the resources in order to get there. And those resources that we were referring to are the habits. So where are the habits? First things first, your morning routine. What are you doing when you wake up in the morning? Are you checking your phone? Are you getting distracted by all the bullshit going on in the world? Are you setting a negative tone or are you stacking victories? Are you waking up, doing some reading, doing some meditation, doing some stretching, getting some sunlight, taking a walk outside, getting your mind right? That is the very first thing that we need to do. We need to get our mind right because once you get your mind right and prepared for the rest of the day, whatever comes your way, you are going to be more prepared for. You're going to be ready to tackle it. Hey guys, if you're anything like me, your balls to the wall from the time you wake up until you go to bed. And at some point in the day, you're going to start losing energy and motivation. That's why I always take a scoop of focus around noon. It helps me get dialed back in and it's pretty much coffee on steroids. If you want to grab a container for yourself, go to northfitness.co and use the code podcast 15 to save 15% on focus today. So this is what I do in the morning. You can share yours as well. And then people can just do whatever the fuck they want. At the end of the day, make sure that you are catching momentum first thing that you're getting your mind right. So I wake up 4.45, 5 o'clock. I do some yoga. The one that I do is sun salutations. You can look it up on Google. Very easy flow once you learn it. You can also look it up on YouTube, go through some guided things, whatever. But it's a very easy yoga flow that activates the entire body. It gets it warmed up. It's also going to make sure that you are alert. It's going to wake you up quicker because it's warming up the body. And it's also like you've been laying stiff for the past eight hours, six hours, whatever, you need to make sure that you're getting a little bit of movement in. That's just going to have you feeling better. After I get done doing yoga, I immediately meditate. Sometimes for 30 minutes, sometimes for an hour. It really just depends on what I have going on. If I'm kind of in a rush, then it's only 30 minutes. On the weekends, it's always an hour, no matter what. Then I jump into some reading. Within one hour, I've already done three very beneficial things that will set me up for success for the rest of the day. And then... Once the sun comes up, I go outside, I take a little walk, and same thing. I'm just mentally preparing. I haven't touched my phone yet. So that's the first thing I would say. Morning routine. Make sure you are stacking victories first thing. Make sure that you're catching momentum. Make sure you're getting your mind right. Is there anything you would add to that? Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be anything drastic. If you've never you know, implemented the start of a routine, the best thing you can do is just start small with it. Um, For me, the moment I wake up, I do a check-in with my body to kind of determine how the intensity of my day. If I'm beat up, I know that today is not going to be, you know, the greatest day I ever had. And that's okay. I tailor my day around it. So I'll do a body check-in before I even get out of bed. I'll start moving a little bit. I'll make my bed. And usually I take a morning shower and do breath work in it. And that's pretty much it that I do as far as centering goes. Well, that's the whole idea, right? You're centering. What I do is not going to work for everyone. What you do is not going to work for everyone. It's finding habits that you enjoy doing that are serving you, moving you in the direction that you want to go and doing those first thing in the morning. So that's what we do. Experiment. 
do whatever works best for you. I would definitely uh, add some water in that routine. Right. What, so I, I forgot is. that. So the very first thing I do when I wake up, 30 ounces of water with some with some salt. I use the LMNT packets now. I used to just use Himalayan sea salt with a few other things. Now I just use the LMNT packets. They have magnesium, potassium, and 1,000 milligrams of salt. People hear 1,000 milligrams and they think that that's overboard. It's absolutely not. We're not getting enough good quality salt. And that is what your body needs in order to rehydrate. You just went eight hours without taking in any fluids, your body is, re- is dehydrated. If you want to feel good physically and mentally, you need to make sure that you're rehydrating as quickly as possible. So as soon as you wake up, chug some water. I didn't mention that just because it's so staple now, you know, but I'm glad that you did. So wake up, chug some water. Doesn't matter who you are. That's a non-negotiable. Chug some damn water. Don't touch the coffee. Go chug some water. So morning routine. Start building habits that will set you up for success first thing in the morning. How you start your day is how the rest of your day is going to go as well. If you start off by stacking victories, you're going to experience victories for the rest of the day. If you start off in a slump and you kind of don't really do much, you're checking social media, you're just kind of fucking around and stuff like that, your whole day is going to be pretty much worthless. Sometimes that's what happens. That's okay. But that's why habits go into place. At this point, I don't think when it comes to this kind of stuff, I just go through the motions. It's absolutely effortless. And that's what habits are supposed to do. The only way you get there, though, is by being consistent with it day after day, building those habits. That way, it's not a chore anymore. It's just something that you do that you experience actually brings fulfillment and happiness to your life. And it makes your life better. At the end of the day, that's all happiness boils down to with our life. What is our experience of life? Is it good or bad? Well, what are we doing to increase that experience? It really all boils down to how we are feeling physically and mentally. If we're taking care of our mental state, we're taking care of our physical well-being, our quality of life is going to be good no matter what. It's when we neglect these things that we experience anxiety, depression, and all these other things. It doesn't surprise me when I look around at the world and there are so many people that are absolutely miserable, which I've been there before as well. I'm not judging anybody. But when I was miserable and at my lowest is when I was neglecting myself. If you want to have a good experience with your time here on earth, it really boils down to taking care of yourself physically and mentally. That sounds like a no-brainer, but so many people neglect it because they're seeking external sources of happiness. That doesn't exist. Happiness comes from the inside. Well, if it comes from the inside... What are the factors involved? It's mental, it's physical, and it's spiritual. If you're tackling those, your quality of life will get better. And the better that you take care of it, on a day-to-day basis, everything just continues to go upwards for you, even in the downtimes, right? But that's what we're talking about on this episode is having the right resources available for when times do get tough. It doesn't matter because... We're still elevating ourselves. Think about it like that. You're still picking yourself up day after day. You're not allowing yourself to go downwards because once that starts to happen, it's very hard to climb yourself out of that hole. So we have our morning routine. Another thing that you need to be doing is exercising. It's a non-negotiable. It doesn't matter who you are. You need to be exercising. That's going to do so many beneficial things for you outside of just looking and feeling better. I mean, this really sets the tone for how the rest 
of your life is going to go as well. I mean, think about it. The older we get, the more things hurt. Our metabolism slows down. We start looking like shit a little bit. You know, if you can make a habit of working out, exercising, whatever it is, first thing, the earlier, the better, right? So when I see high schoolers working out, my absolute favorite thing in the world, because I know that if they stick to it, their life is going to be so good. I didn't start until I was about 25. And once I got to 30, luckily it was a habit by then, but still things could have been easier in my twenties if I would have started as a teenager. For sure. And the big switch for me there was understanding the, what physical activity, how it benefits me in a moment, but how it's going to benefit me when I'm older, because, you know, me working in healthcare, I've seen, dude, I've seen people in their thirties who have never been physical in their life. And that's just kind of where they stop. And it's very unfortunate. I never want that for anyone, but knowing that whatever I do today is just going to benefit me, not only today, but in the long run, I'm going to be able to be active as long as I possibly can. I'm going to be able to function when I'm 80 years old. That's the incentive. And the older we get, the harder it gets. But with every action that we take, we need to be thinking, how is this going to affect future me? Even if it's tomorrow, how is this going to affect my life tomorrow? How is it going to affect my life later on today? Most definitely, how is it going to affect my life in 20, 30 years? Because the older you get, the harder it gets to maintain that physical, mental well-being. But if you start now and you start doing it every single day, making sure that you're doing these things that are setting you up for success, your life is going to be better later on down the road. It goes back to what I was just saying. It all starts from the inside. Your quality of life depends on how you are taking care of yourself. Are you exercising? That's a non-negotiable. Now, how you exercise depends on you. Some people like martial arts. Some people like lifting weights. Some people like running. Some people just like hiking. Some people like mountain biking. It doesn't matter what you do. And don't let anyone tell you, oh, this is wrong. That's wrong. It doesn't fucking matter as long as you are active. Yeah, the goal is movement. The, spe the specifics don't matter. The movement is the win. That's what I try to tell a lot of people and especially like people who get caught up in the specifics. Oh, well, you know, today in the gym, I didn't hit the sets. I didn't hit the reps. I didn't hit the weight I wanted to. None of that really matters. Those are just directionals. Yeah. You moved. You moved. You win. You win. That is it. And if someone tells you, oh, that's not the most effective way, they don't fucking know. They also aren't you. No, they, exactly. They don't know you. That's what I mean. They don't know. They don't know you. They don't know your life. They don't know your goals. They have no fucking idea. And when it comes to exercise, we need to do something that we enjoy. When it comes to any of the stuff that we're discussing, find things that you enjoy. When it comes to your diet, what are you eating? Eat foods that you like eating as long as they're healthy. If keto works for you, great. If doing a more bodybuilding style meal plan where you're eating a bunch of carbs and stuff like that works for you, great. It doesn't matter. As long as it's healthy, find what works best for you because you're going to stick to it long term. When it comes to the gym, make sure you're doing workouts that you enjoy. Because if you enjoy it, guess what? You keep doing it. We want to remove resistance as much as possible. And the only reason there is resistance is because we're going off of what other people tell us is the right thing to do. Question fucking everything. That is one piece of advice I could give anyone in this world. Question everything. Question everything me and Cody are saying. Question everything that you see on social media. Most definitely question the news and politicians. Question the books that you read. Decide what is true for you. Decide what works best for you. That's going to take experimenting. 
But that's it. Now, with that being said, when it comes to the gym, and I say experimenting, you need to stick to something for at least three to six months to make sure you really like it because your mind can kind of bullshit you on that one and be like, well, I just don't really like doing this. I'm going to switch around to something else. Like, well, you haven't even given it enough time to see the results yet. Maybe you will absolutely love lifting weights, doing a bodybuilding style workout or powerlifting or maybe strongman even, or maybe it's just cycling. Like who the fuck cares? But either way, you need to stick to it a little bit to see if you grow a passion for it. Anything that causes a little bit of discomfort, you're not going to enjoy right off the bat, but you may learn to love it. And that's the main thing there. But experiment with physical activity, find what works best for you, and then stick to that. So morning routine, exercise. There's, those are those two. Okay. Next up is, what would you say the next thing is? We didn't plan any of this, by the way. We're just kind of going off of it. Yeah, we never really do. We just get on here and fucking talk and kind of go where the conversation leads. So you have morning routine, you have exercise. I like to do kind of a midday check-in. Yeah, for sure. I, I like to see how my day is progressing because you, and you could wake up and you're just like not feeling great, you mentally, physically, but as soon as you get moving, that may very well change. So I, I kind of do this midday check-in um, because I work out in the afternoons. And I kind of judge how I'm feeling through the first couple hours to, of the day to gauge my workout around that. The only thing with that, and I'm not saying this is what you do, but I could see other people falling into this trap, is bullshitting yourself. Yeah, using it as an excuse for right. sure. And so it, if you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm just not really feeling it today. Well, no shit. You haven't got out of bed yet. Or it's like you're halfway through. Well, I don't really feel like working out today. Well, yeah, most people don't whenever you're midday through. But if you switch your mindset with it, it's like, no, I need to go work out. Cool. I feel great. I'm going to go work out. Your self-talk like that can 100% switch gears with it. So absolutely, like, do a check-in. See how you're feeling. You need to because if you're going to go for a max effort attempt in the gym and you're not ready for that, maybe push it back to tomorrow. For sure. And it's it's not one of those things where I it's the action is always – exercise is always going to happen. The action is going to – the action isn't determined by how I'm feeling. The intensity is determined by how my body is feeling. Yeah. And that comes with – that does come with a lot of practice and time and being connected to yourself knowing that, you know, I'm not feeling the best physically today. Maybe I should just take it a little lighter in the gym. Maybe cut back the intensity a little bit so it doesn't continue getting worse. Yeah. Also realize, though, like Cody said, this is something that you learn over time. But with that being said, always know that what you think you're capable of, you're only thinking on 20, 30%. You know, like that's something to take in mind with this. We're always going to be thinking, well, I'm just not really that ready for it. But you're capable of so much more than what you realize. And if you push yourself a little bit, you realize that, okay, yeah. I'm feeling, I'm feeling solid. And then some of my best workouts have happened in those moments where I dragged myself into the gym and I was like, Hey, I'm just going to put in the reps. And then all of a sudden I ended up pulling a deadlift PR compared to days where I'm like, Hey, I'm fired up and I go in and it's just a normal workout, you know? So obviously listen to your body, but at the same time, observe your mind. Don't allow your mind to bullshit you and stop you from doing the best that you can do. So we have exercise, we have the check-ins, we have the morning routine. I like taking breaks throughout the day. Usually I work in 90-minute blocks, and then I'll either go on a walk, maybe I'll do like some quick meditation or something like that. What I've been doing here lately, 
and I got this straight from Andrew Huberman. I'm not going to try to say that, oh, yeah, this is my idea. It's not. But Andrew Huberman stresses the importance of NSDR, which is non-sleep deep rest. And it's a reset for your nervous system and your mind. One of the things that he talks about is yoga nidra. I did it a long time ago when I was still going to yoga classes and stuff. And then here recently, I picked it back up. You can find YouTube tutorials for yoga nidra. Some of them are an hour long. Some of them are 30 minutes. Midday for the past month, actually right before we record this podcast, I did a 13-minute yoga nidra session. I was feeling a little tired, a little drained of energy, all that good stuff. Bad stuff, actually. None of that's good. But I was feeling a little drained because I've already been up for about eight hours now. Okay. I'm going to do this quick yoga nidra session. I got done with that. I felt recharged. I don't know what proof there is behind this, but they say that yoga nidra session is comparable to four to six hours of sleep. Now, obviously that's not physical, but as far as your nervous system and mind and everything goes, a quick 10 to 15 minute break midday to recenter yourself, to get your mind right, will allow you to continue pushing forward at a higher intensity than what you would have been able to if you didn't take that break. There's nothing wrong with breaks. Breaks can be beneficial. Downtime can be beneficial as well if you are recovering. That's why people that go to the gym seven days a week aren't seeing progress because they're not taking the downtime to recover. We have to go in waves like that. Put in some high-intensity work, take a little bit of downtime to regroup, and then keep pushing forward. So I've done that. I've done hypnosis on YouTube because the same thing. It's just lowering your overall brain waves and stuff like that, putting you into a state of just relaxation. But it's super effective. It really is. So go to YouTube, type in Yoga Nidra, type in hypnosis. There's this guy named Michael Seeley that has the voice of an angel. <laughs> it's really hard not falling asleep while you're listening to him. But when I say hypnosis, it's got a bad connotation to it because everyone's like, oh, I'm going to do shit I don't want to do. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. What it's doing, though, is it puts you into your subconscious. And if it's a positive hypnosis, like the one that this Michael Seeley dude does, you're reprogramming your subconscious mind while taking a little bit of downtime to recharge to continue pushing forward throughout the day. So that's great too. Or taking a walk, doing some meditation if that's your thing. There are so many different things that we can do throughout the day just for 10 to 15 minutes that will recharge the system to continue pushing forward. Because if we were at full exertion all day, we're going to hit a wall. You can avoid hitting that wall by just slowing down for a little bit, catching your breath, and then keep moving forward. Now, the whole topic of this episode is when things get tough. Your anxiety is probably already through the roof. You're already stressed out. Your mind is out of control. You need to be taking more downtimes than ever before to make sure that you're solid. When I'm feeling great, I don't need downtime. I still try to do them, but I don't need them. I can go 100 miles per hour full throttle for weeks until I crash. But either way, like that's not an issue. But when I'm dealing with shit, my stress is through the roof and all that stuff. It's not as easy to do, but I have shit that needs to get done. Stopping is not an option for me. I got to keep climbing. Well, how do I keep climbing? It's by taking breaks. It's just like if you're hiking. You're hiking. It's a tough trail. Sometimes you need to slow down a little bit, catch your breath, keep moving forward. You apply that to your life as well throughout the day. Okay, so we've covered some of that stuff. 
moving into your nighttime routine, you need to have a nighttime routine. Morning routine is important. Nighttime routine is important as well. Make sure that you are taking the last 90 minutes of your day to unwind. Reflect on your day. Reflect on where you want to be moving into tomorrow. Take note of how you showed up today. Did you lose your shit on some people? Do you owe someone an apology? You know, like small shit like that. It's important though. We don't realize that though. We don't realize the effect that we're having on ourselves and the effect that we are having on other people, especially when we are dealing with shit because we don't take the time to check in and reevaluate how our day went. That's my favorite part of the day is that 90 minutes at the end when I'm just reflecting. Usually I'm going on a walk and I'm just replaying shit. And while I'm replaying shit, I'm also coming up with new ideas. I'm allowing the mind in all reality to just do whatever the fuck the mind wants. Throughout the rest of the day, I'm usually trying to remain conscious. Throughout the day, I'm focusing on my breath. If I'm working, I'm focusing on working. I've gotten to the point now where I don't really have an issue with my mind going haywire. But at nighttime, during that walk, I allow it to do whatever the fuck it wants to do. I just open up the gates. Sometimes it's a bit overwhelming, but either way, that downtime at night, the time for reflection, the time to think, the time to strategize. That's what I did last night. I just strategized. I walked for a good hour and a half and I was just planning. Ideas going left and right, writing down my phone onto the next thing, onto the next thing. And I slept like a goddamn baby because I allowed myself to clear my mind before my head hit the pillow that night. How many people are just scrolling on their phones at night, watching TV, stimulating their minds with distractions instead of allowing their mind to stimulate itself. And then wonder why they don't sleep well. Yeah, and then they get in the bed and guess what? Their mind is racing because they haven't allowed it to do its thing. Eliminate all distractions the last 90 minutes of the day and just focus on yourself. Focus on relaxing. Do some breath work. Go on a walk. If journaling is your thing, journal. Just start writing. You're not trying to write a novel for anyone else to see. You're just writing. I'm not going to lie. Journaling is not really my thing. I've tried it a couple times. It's not it. And this is what I mean by like you need to experiment and find what works best for you. I know some people, Felicia, for example, my girlfriend, journaling is absolutely amazing for her. It really helps her. Great. I know some dudes that do it too. When we say journaling, it's usually like, it's got a very negative thing. Dear diary. Yeah, dear Today. diary. <laughs> dear diary. I saw Johnny at school. You know, like it's, you think 12-year-old girl, but that's not what it is at all. If anything, think about you're writing the book of your life. It's the best way to put it. My only motivation to journal, and I've actually never talked about this before, but my only motivation to journal is I would love to have something that my kids can look back on. And it kind of be a book of lessons for them. Kind of like a guide. Yeah, like a guide, you know, like I would love to leave my kids with that. And then maybe they give it to their kids and their kids. And for fuck's sake, four generations later, my bloodline is still learning from me. Like at the end of the day, that's all I care about. That's legacy. That's legacy, right? Like I want to help as many people as I can. That's why we do this podcast and stuff like that. Like I want to make an impact on this world. There's no doubt about it. But at the, end of the, at the end of the day, as long as I'm helping my bloodline, my legacy, good. And the only way you can do that is by improving yourself. And it, it's very cliche. You, you know, to change the world, you have to change yourself. But it's very true. 
you can't expect your reality to change. And that's what people don't realize. Why isn't, why don't I have this? Why am I not moving in this direction? Why is life always out to get me? Blah, blah, blah. Well, look at how you're living your fucking life. Your actions dictate your reality, your perception of the world. All of our realities are different. The way that you view the world world is completely different than me. We also live different lives. Yes, we work in the same place. We have the same hobbies and stuff like that, but we live different lives. We have different objectives, long-term and short-term. If you want your reality to change and you want to become a different person than who you are right now, and why not? Why the fuck not? You just need to be happy with who you are. That's what people say. I am very content with who I am right now. I love myself. I have no issue saying that. I am at a place in my life where I'm very proud of who I have become. But I am not even close to scratching the surface of what the fuck will be accomplished before I'm gone. And even if life ended today, I'm like jinxing myself right now, right? But say life ended today. I'm good with it. I'm I'm happy with what I've done. But it doesn't mean I stop. It doesn't mean that I want 30-year-old Andy to be the same as 60-year-old Andy. Or even 70, 80. Like, there always needs to be evolution. Everything is in constant motion. You always need to be in constant motion yourself. You always need to be evolving. People get stuck in this very toxic idea that how they are now is how they're always going to be or how they were 20 years ago is how they just... They have to be this way. This is just who I am. I fucking hate that term. It's it's a cop-out. It's laziness. It's you know you not being willing to put in the work to change because you have convinced yourself that you were the best person you've, you can become. Well, these are the same people that will try to drag you down as you're climbing to the top. And it's pitiful, but I really do hate that term because... It's not that I hate it because I hate the person. I hate it because of the untouched potential that they have. It breaks my heart. It really does. When I hear someone say, well, this is just how I am. I just shake my head. I'm like, you are capable of so much more and you have no idea. And there's nothing that I or anyone else can do to save you. You have to do that for yourself. But it is a cop-out. It's a cop-out because you don't want to put in the work to change your situation. And that's why you're going to be the same. Your kids are probably going to be the same. And for the next five to 10 generations, life's going to be the same fucking scenario for each one of you until eventually someone goes, you know what? No, fuck this. I'm breaking the generational curse. I'm not going to be like my parents. I'm not going to be like my grandparents. Even if they're amazing people, I'm not saying that. My dad's an absolutely amazing person. I value all of my ancestors. I really do. But I'm here to live my life. And if they're here, I want to be a little bit higher. And I want my kid to be a little bit higher than me. And I want their fucking kids to be higher than them. I want nothing but just straight progression from this point forward. But like you said, it starts with you. What do you want for yourself? What do you want out of your life? Who do you want to become? And how are you going to get through those tough times? Are you going to give up? You're just going to call it quits? Oh, life's just too hard? You don't know what fucking difficulty is. In all reality, 
anyone listening to this podcast does not really know what difficulty is to a certain degree. Compared to a thousand years ago. Oh shit. Five thousand years ago. A hundred years ago. A hundred years ago, fifty fucking years ago. Life is easier than it has ever been. The issues that you were dealing with, they suck. I'm not saying anything against that. But what I'm trying to do here is to shift your perspective. It could always be worse. The idea here is to escape the fucking victim mentality, to acknowledge that this is how life is, to acknowledge that this is what you asked for. You want to become someone different. You want to have a different life for yourself. Well, guess what? You have to fucking work through work for that. You have to put in the effort and you have to overcome the challenges needed for you to live that life. And I hope that this is clicking with people because I don't know any other better way to put it. But you want to be at the top and you expect who you are right now to get you there. Well, if you were already there, then you'd be at the fucking top. And then once you get to the top, guess what, guys? There's another peak over here. How do you get there? You continue growing. You continue pushing forward. Life's good right now. Awesome. Stack victories as much as you can. Build those positive habits that are going to set you up for success when times get tough because they are almost definitely going to get tough. But how are you going to approach it? That's the question that you have to ask yourself. Is this going to allow me to grow? Absolutely. There's no obstacle that doesn't give you the opportunity to grow. That's for you to acknowledge though. And that's for you to overcome that obstacle. Knowing that you're going to grow from it. You're going to become a better person. You're going to become the person that you want to be. And then once you're at that level, guess what? You want to become someone even better. Because why not? Why settle to just remain exactly how you are right now? We can always evolve physically. We can always evolve mentally. And we can always evolve spiritually. And by spiritually, I mean our level of consciousness. It doesn't happen overnight. But repetition, day in, day out, even when things are tough, is going to get you to where you want to be. But to sum all this up, the habits you do today are going to allow you to continue pushing forward when times get tough. If your life consists of nothing but degeneracy right now, you're eating like shit, you're always distracted, you're not working out, you're not taking care of your body, you're not taking care of your mind, guess what? When times get tough, you're going to fucking spiral downwards because you are not the person that can overcome that challenge. You become the person that can overcome it when times are good by building those positive habits day in, day out, and then continuing to do it because you know that's what's going to allow you to get to the other side. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Norse Mentality. This podcast is a byproduct of Norse Fitness. We make clothing, fitness accessories, supplements, and other tools to help you reach your true potential. If you're interested in grabbing something for yourself, you can go to norsefitness.co and use the code PODCAST15 to save 15% on your next order.